live. All right, welcome back to the Cold Pizza Podcast. My name is Bailey. Today I have RJ Kresok, Riley O'Connor, hello, Courtney Saniga, 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 and Sean Sullivan with me. Hell yeah! Um, Sean always ends up leaving halfway through anyway, but and starting um, on the floor. Yeah, and he he <laughs> lays on the floor every week when we start. Um, anyway. I want to apologize to anybody who is listening on Spotify or follows on Spotify. Last week's episode didn't upload for some reason, and I tried to delete it and re-upload it, and now I think it's on iTunes twice, so I'm going to try that again, and if something doesn't work, I'm going to end up having to get in touch with my hosting platform and try to figure that out. So if you're just joining us, Thank you. Um, be sure to subscribe. Um, Chance and Blair are not with us this week, so I'm also going to cover Chance's. Drink. No, I didn't say I missed them. I do miss them, but uh, they're drinking every time I say that I miss Chance and Blair. No, listen, man. All I was trying to say is Chance is not here. Four times. <laughs> So I'm going to cover Chance's news segment. Oh, cool. What do you have for this week? Well, this week is actually not good news. Um, Last Sunday evening, Andrew Lee, who Mm. was the face and mastermind behind the nonprofit Driven to Cure, lost his battle with kidney cancer. Um He passed away almost four years after he was diagnosed. The initial prognosis was six months to a year to live. He went through over seven clinical trials, volunteered for over seven clinical trials, and even after his passing, donated his tissue, his kidney, and everything to science so they can continue to research this rare kidney cancer. It's H-L-R-C-C, I believe. Um, Very rare, very... um, It's a progressive, rapidly progressive cancer. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Andrew two summers ago at Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. He was actually on a video. He told his story, and I got to see the car in person. And... um, it's. I know it's been a rough week for his friends and his family. Um, I've experienced a lot of loss the past several years, so I, I don't want to sound... I Don't take offense to any way that I word this because I don't always put my emotions and my feelings into words correctly. Um, it sucks. It really does that someone so young lost their life to something they had no control over. He got bad news from the doctor. And um, if you want to see his story and everything, there are plenty of great videos and great resources online that you can search. Um, If you want to donate, head over to driventocure.org. They have shirts, they have stickers, all of that. Or you can just go and donate, and then they get all of the money. Um, He, for somebody 
as young as he was to get such shitty news and instead of sitting back and feeling sorry for himself, like it, that's a very easy thing that anybody could do. Sit back, feel sorry for yourself, sit around, mope around. He was like, no, I'm going to make a nonprofit out of this. I'm going to benefit cancer research and benefit other people battling the same types of cancers that he was battling. Um, that's a, that, and to do it all with a smile on his face, that was the biggest thing to me. Like when I met him, like you never would have known that he was sick because he was still in fairly decent health when I had the opportunity to speak with him. And for anybody to get dealt that hand, continue to smile, push forward, raise over $450,000 for kidney cancer research, that he needs to be, um, it's, it's to be admired. It really is. Um, yeah, I think especially from his perspective, I mean, you watch videos of him and you can slowly see him, you know, obviously deteriorate in health. But I mean, you know, you go back a year to the or two to the Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix. He had the car out. He was raising awareness. It wasn't just, you know, oh, hey, can we start a GoFundMe to help pay for some of my medical bills? He said, hey, I know that there is going to be an end to this. I hope it's later rather than sooner. But there's going to be other folks that are going to be affected by this the same way that I'm affected by this. And Right. I think, you know, being able to donate, you know, after his passing and, and using that knowledge and, and using that example to help save someone else's life. I mean, that's huge. I don't think that especially a lot of, you know, a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm 24, going to be 25. But I mean, kids our age, I don't think, think that far into the future. I think it's very here and now. And, and to have him be so insightful and, and realize that, you know, I can make a bigger impact than just a kid with a wide body GTR is, is pretty dope. Right. And I mean, you brought up the GTR, that car was beautiful. Mm-hmm. He, they built the car. It was one of his dreams was to own an R35 GTR. They, it was a Liberty walk car. It was painted orange for kidney cancer awareness. That was one of his bucket list things. And they built the car strictly to raise awareness. Um, when I did meet with him, I it was right after I started Horsepower and Pizza. I had the rubber wristbands and I had orange ones on the website. And I had, I'm actually, I'm wearing an orange Driven to Cure wristband and I'm wearing a lime green Horsepower and Pizza one right now. The lime green ones I had so many of that I was just handing them out to people like as like a promotional thing. And I gave him one. And then they did a YouTubers meet at the waterfront later that night. And I had run home in between and I grabbed him an orange one and I went back and I swapped it to him, gave him the orange one. And I said, listen, man, I don't really know how else to help out. So what I'm going to do is every time an orange wristband or an orange sticker gets sold on horsepowerandpizza.com, I will donate a dollar for each one to Driven to Cure, which didn't sound like much, but just starting out, I didn't have a bunch of money to just Mm -hmm. start handing out um, money. So what I'm going to do now, as Horsepower and Pizza has grown a little bit over the past two years, this is my way of trying to help. Um, I'm going to put orange stickers back on the website. I think they're going to be 3 or $4 a piece. 
all of that three or four dollars, whatever I decide on, three dollars sounds fair. Mm -hmm. All of that money is going to Driven to Cure. I am not getting a cent out of it. Horsepower and Pizza is not getting a cent out of it. And as you know, all of the money from Horsepower and Pizza would generally go back into Horsepower and Pizza, but with these orange stickers that will be on the website upon listening to this this week sometime, all of that money is going to Driven to Cure. And that's just kind of the only way I really know how to help out is to continue to donate to the legacy that he created and left behind. Yeah, and put that sticker somewhere where it can be seen, too. Because I think, uh, you know, obviously the horsepower and pizza is going to draw attention to it. But I think being able to explain to somebody, hey, this isn't just, you know, this isn't just an orange sticker. This is a story. There, there was this kid, you know, and being able to explain his story and, and his passion and kind of, you know, it, it makes a big impact. Spreads awareness for sure. So on a little bit lighter note, I'm going to do... Chance normally does the news, and I don't know. I think it was kind of meant to be that he... Okay, now I said Chance. Everybody takes a <laughs> sip of their beer. Whatever. I think it was kind of meant to be that I got to do the news segment this week because I have been the one that's experienced so much loss the past few years that it's... Something that, unfortunately, at the age of 23, it's something that I'm kind of, I don't want to say an expert, because it's not something I want to be considered an expert in, but it's one of those things that, like, You've learned how to deal I've with learned it. how to deal with it a lot. I've been forced to grow up pretty quickly the past, like, nine, ten years, unfortunately, but um, it definitely, definitely, um... It gave me a very interesting perspective on life and on the universe. But um, other good news: NFL draft ended today, so that was. <laughs> uh, I live. Who were that? Draft. What were the big upsets? What were you proud of? What were you happy about? What's football? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch any. Fuck off. Um, I had money on Kyler Murray going first overall, so I won a little bit of money there. Um, <clears throat> a little TV money. Yeah, but listen to this. Dollars for sense of humor. There it is. I knew someone was going to get it. Okay, it's Mac Miller. We don't need to get into that because I'll rap all night. But um, no, Baker Mayfield won the Heisman last year. Kyler Murray won the Heisman this year. They're the first two to ever, first two quarterbacks to win the Heisman back-to-back from the same college. Wow. They are also the first two quarterbacks to go first overall two years in a row in the draft from the same college. Huh. So if you're out here making history. If you are a quarterback looking to go division one and you are not trying to get um recruited by Lincoln Riley at University of Oklahoma. Yeah, shout out to Lincoln Riley, that's my uncle. You should probably get your fucking film up and get your ass to Oklahoma. That's all I have to say. It, Sooner rather than later. I see what you did there. <laughs> Sometimes I thought um, like, Is it bad I've never even heard of the school Lincoln Riley? It's not Lincoln Riley. That's the coach, dude. Oh. <laughs> okay. What school is but that? okay, um I'm not trying to speculate anything because like we're not at the season yet. Jalen Hurts transferred to Oklahoma from Alabama. Oh, so he he knows. very well could Win the Heisman this year. Go three for three. Three Pete, bitch. That's what I'm hoping for. That's but fantastic. I'm, I don't have money on that yet because I don't see the odds. So I have but, a question to go along with that. Okay. Do any of those dudes 
have great car collections. They do not. Or anything crazy. I mean, they're all in college. They don't. They don't <laughs> get paid. Ain't nobody whipping. Uh, they don't get paid the by the uh, NCAA because the NCAA is a corrupt organization, which we're not going to get into. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but that but is our no, topic I, for the evening. Yes, our topic for the NCAA evening is being no, not the NCAA. <laughs> being we could do a live stream of like twenty four hours of me bitching about the NCAA. Our topic tonight is celebrity car collections, but before we get to that, I also need to do the motivational piece because I didn't get there yet. So, cool. Go ahead. Um, not so much motivational now that I think about it, but it's a good one. I had a thought the other day. N- nobody's going to pay attention to me here, so I'm not going to yeah. get a good, good laugh out of this like I think I'm going to, but... Thinking the other day, I'm like, man, all I do is get on Twitter and talk shit. <laughs> and, like, and I'm known it's for the prime it too. Platform like, to do my, it on. Oh yeah, but like, what did we say my superpower would be the other week? Talk shit to the point where like I know I can get away with it without getting punched <laughs> in the face. That is my superpower, right? So I was thinking, and this ties in because we were just watching a video from Australia. I would talk infinitely less shit in a world inhabited by kangaroos. Have you ever seen a kangaroo? Yeah, you just made that look. I wish I wish <laughs> they could see your face. Because I just see every video you see from Australia, somebody like feeding a kangaroo or holding a kangaroo, and then you see like a pissed off they giant are bad motherfuckers <laughs> kangaroo that has legs the size of tree trunks. They are so, bad. Explain to me why a world of kangaroos would cause you to talk. Have less you shit. ever seen a kangaroo kick a person? Or yeah. punch a person. It, it kills them. Yeah. Near. <laughs> <laughs> I if if it was me in my hundred and forty five pound human form, talking as much shit as I do, and we'll just say these kangaroos understand English. I'm not gonna get in his face and talk a bunch of shit because he's gonna beat my ass. So you're telling me that essentially I need to treat every human I meet like a kangaroo as a kangaroo? No, I'm saying you can talk as much shit as you want. <laughs> just, don't talk, just don't talk shit to a kangaroo. Yeah, that's pretty inspirational. Yeah, okay, I think but I'm a, I'm gonna give you an animal fact now too. We're 15 minutes in, and this is not car related yet. Um, kangaroos cannot hop backwards. That big ass tail gets in the way, so they have to turn around. Think about how much Miller Lite they could put in that crotch pocket, though. <laughs> if that's not the gonna be a term that I use so often now. If the world was inhabited by kangaroos, Shannon wouldn't have flushed her fucking keys down the toilet. Facts. Oh what <laughs> God, I take that back. Over the facts? I don't know because Because I was like, no, it makes Facts. Facts. <laughs> If Shannon was know. a kangaroo, she would have had a place to put her keys. But if she was a kangaroo, she also wouldn't have keys. Seeing as she is a human, she also had multiple... So we went to Hitchhiker today, the same brewery that she flushed her keys down the toilet on. Tiffs, yeah. We go to walk through the door, and she said, I have to go to the bathroom. Give I me your keys. I her by the sweatshirt <laughs> and took her keys and her wallet away from her. And she looked at me, and she went, oh, thank you. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we're right. crisis averted. Let's let's get into. Uh, I I figured I have 
I was trying to keep like a running tab, mm-hmm. like an itinerary of what I needed to talk about, and I had motivation by fuckery, kangaroo theory written down. Okay, so, the, there's your motivation for the week. Don't talk shit to a kangaroo. <laughs> but seeing as you started out with sports in a bit, if I can have so. If I can lay the foundation, today's topic, it's not racing, but today's topic is going to be all about celebrities or people. It doesn't even have to be celebrities. You know, I have a few YouTubers in mind that I'm thinking of, Um, but just people that we look up to that have awesome car collections. So not too long ago was the Masters, and I am going to be admittedly a person who has no idea about people in... Um, in the golf world, in the PGA, PGA, other than Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy. And so at work, we're doing a pool, went through all of this stuff. And the guy who sits across from me is huge into golf. You know, every you know extra second he has is spent on the course or at the driving range. And so I'm going through the names and I go through, I think it was the second or third tier. And I was like, I don't know who to pick. He goes... Well, since you like cars, you should pick Ian Poulter. And I went, who's Ian Poulter? So I started doing some research on him. So Ian Poulter is a golfer, and he's from the United Kingdom, right? And if you have ever seen a photo online of a white house with all red Ferraris out front, from the 288 oh. GTO to the F40, to the F50, to the Enzo, yes. to a loft in the front. Yes. That's Ian Poulter. And I'm so in the he, wrong fucking business. Well, yeah. and it's insane because not only does he have crazy poor, er, Ferraris, so does Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy, if you remember on the Grand Tour when they did, I think it was season one or two, had him on there. And they talked about his Ferrari collection. But, I mean, just simply the fact that Ian has that awesome setup of photos like i'll see if i can find it here um just to show everybody but it's just the most badass collection i mean and then he had another one where he had a white ff a white wraith a ford gt um for california which we don't care about but some other stuff too like i mean but that is like that's the dream collection right there 288 gto all the way to loft all with red with uh the loft has black wheels like, you know what I mean? It's, it's just I don't think that's a sport that we normally consider to have a bunch of money. Like, as soon as I think of car sponsorships, I think of uh, Tiger Woods being sponsored by Buick and having that one commercial with the Encore going. Tiger Woods' name is also owned by Nike. So if he ever quits golfing and decides he wants to start his own business, he cannot start it under his own name because his name is not owned by himself. Nike owns the rights to Tiger Woods. Sweet maybe it's Christ. maybe it's Roy that you're saying though, the one golfer, um, but I know Mercedes is super, like super indulgent when it comes to sponsorships. Where if you, no matter what sport you're in, like if you just drink out of their water bottle, if you win the event, they will send you a new AMG. Really? That's just like that. Yep. That's congratulations. Thanks for wearing our stuff. Here's a new car. So right. if I was in the Pittsburgh Sports League. Yeah. around a water bottle from Ray Hall Benz. Yeah, you're onto something. Shit, if I get an A-class, I'll be cool with it. A-class hatch. All right, well, while we are on the topic of car collections that are all the same color, Lil Uzi Vert 
What? Rapper from Philadelphia. Yes. Yeah, five foot four Uzi standing in the middle of all of these massive cars. You're kidding. All of his cars are army green. Oh. Like matte army green, except for this Cullinan in the back. That looks, <laughs> Wait, that looks look lost. At, you should see Riley's oh, face right oh, now. Oh, I've oh. never seen this man so happy as being an ex <laughs> army this, green. This picture, it. he has a gloss army green Rolls Royce Cullinan, a matte army green Lamborghini Urus. This is a Bentley of some sort that looks lifted that, and has a bull bar. I'm pretty on the sure that's either a Continental or a Flying Spur that is lifted on mud tires with this, a bull bar. This I can't tell what it is up front. It looks like an R8, like a first gen R8. This is a Bentega. This is something from like Brabus or like no 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 that's uh, it's like an armored SUV. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, who's his face? What's his name? Has one too. Uh, who's the coach of the Steelers? Mike, Mike Tomlin. Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. It's like a matte black. Um, I'll find. I'll find. I don't know what it is. It's a giant armored SUV, and then this looks to be a Hellcat Charger up front. But they are all the same matte army green. Um, Spencer Burke has actually been talking to Uzi a little bit. I'm a big fan of Uzi's music, um, as is my friend Spencer Burke, who runs Burke Marketing, and um, he's just Spencer Burke on Instagram. He He's big on YouTube, and um, he, he runs his own marketing company. Yeah, Sorry, well, he started I, I lost doing, what I was trying to say. I was going to say, say he started doing photos for Gara Coach, <clears throat> and then he just slowly started to branch off on his right. own. And he's, now he's, um, got a, uh, he's got a design division. He does photography. He has his own YouTube channel. Well, he's he's focusing mainly on his uh, internet marketing currently. I haven't talked to Spencer in a while. Spencer, if you're listening, what's up? Um, I'm actually, if he comes to Pittsburgh again this summer, I'm going to try to get him on the podcast because I know he was doing something with podcast there for a little bit but um he's been he and uzi have been dming each other back and forth on instagram that would be an interesting person i think to talk to because i can't quite so i can't quite he's get a read there. i can't quite get a read on is if he is actually that out there i can't or, tell if he's out there or if he's just that high all the time i think he fakes it i think he does too now here's like, my here's my theory behind that because if you listen to mixtapes like pre uh, what I forget what album that was, but like pre uh, his first big album, and you start going back to like his mixtape stuff that he used to do. He has legitimate skills, but I think he found out that you can make money if you mumble and have a fire beat behind it. Which, God bless him, but I just think it's wild. Now nah, he's and I mean he a couple months ago. He was hyping up this album, hyping up this album, and then he tweeted, he's like, nope, I deleted everything, I'm done, I'm retiring. And now, like, he just dropped two new songs last week. Like, that that was definitely a marketing move, if I've ever seen one. But, um... Well, Ben Roethlisberger. I'm gonna retire. Or, no, uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I'm gonna retire, retired retire, and retire, came retire. back six times, like Michael Jordan. Yeah. But, um... I'm trying to think of, well, Riley, is there anybody that you have in mind? Like, just in dope car collections, like people you follow on YouTube? On YouTube? Like, YouTube, celebrities, like any? I don't really watch YouTube. Okay. Like, I know you really Except like Except for uh, Horsepower and Pizza. Yeah. If you're not on YouTube subscribing know, to Horsepower and Pizza, you should do that. I know you really like the, who, uh, Adam LZ. I think Adam LZ's, like, collection 
And in I'm saying, like, I know he has a sweet collection, but I just, I never, I can never get to the point where I'm like steadily watching the videos. See, and I wasn't that way either until I started getting roped in with like him starting to acquire stuff. So if you're not and you like follow along with it, right? And if and if you aren't familiar who Adam LZ is, he started a channel on YouTube, started doing BMX. And slowly moved into car stuff. So he had an E90 generation 335. 92. Yeah, E92 335. Um, and he started doing little mods here, little mods there. Eventually did lowering springs, exhaust, big tune, still had a twin turbo, and then bought himself a 240 to drift in. Well, now he went from having, whenever he started that, like 100,000 subscribers to I think he's like a 2.5 million subscribers now. And he just actually drifted in FD. And, I mean, the guy's got a Stroker 2JZ S15 full FD build. He's got a Power Stroke uh, brand new long cab, uh, long bed dually that he uses as a tow rig. He's got a JZX100. He's got a JZX90 in, or JZX100 in Japan, uh, a 240 with an SR. He's got another 240 with a 1J. He's got a Skyline with a, uh, a four-door Skyline with an RB26. Like, and the kid's 24, maybe. He's 24. And so, I mean, it's just crazy to watch this kid who, you know, started just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go do, you know, a bar spin in the local park to now he's got a GT3 RS and he's got an FD car and he just bought, like, a giant... Um, uh, essentially it was an XFD teams truck and trailer to go to different events with. So definitely overkill, but I mean, I just think from a non extreme high dollar amount collection, he's got such a variety of stuff that, you know, it's just cool to relate to, especially somebody who's our age. Yeah. Um, and then he's got friends of his that he dressed with that have other cool stuff. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's cool to be able to, to look at somebody who's growing like that, I think, for sure. I but, still can't tell what color his 3RS is. I can't either. And he keeps saying orange, and Celeste, who is a uh, girl from, she was from the area here that's since moved out to New York City, but she has seen pictures of it that were texted to people, and it looks it looks orange. It looks orange in the picture he posted the other day and then it looks guards red in videos. But yeah. it says that it has orange stitching in it, so I'm like I'm gonna I, say lava orange. No idea. Which if it is lava orange, you should have picked a better color. But that's just me. I feel like every GT three or GT three RS Might is lava orange. You. <laughs> oh I'm I'm well aware <laughs> somebody would hit me, but Yeah, I don't know. Just not a fan of that color. <clears throat> but um Oh man, I forget who I was gonna Oh Leno is uh, Leno's like Leno the is creme de creme. God. Yeah, there's okay. Um every car. But do you have a specific car of his that's a favorite? The F1. He has every I mean he has a lot of really cool everything. shit, but the F1 is the one that kind of sticks out to me cuz that's like my like if I had all the money and could have one car, that's what I want. Really? I yes. like all of his random cars, though. Like, he has a steam-powered yeah, car. Yeah, that's steam-powered. Mm-hmm. And like he has something with, like, a 22-liter engine or That is the one that like, I was going to say. Where it's, where it's, like, it's like <clears throat> a V24 or something. Yeah, I think this the one that I'm thinking of is a V16, and I'm pretty sure it's 42 liters. Yeah, and it has, like, the six dumps on both sides. Yeah, 
like it, it makes like no it, sense. It looks like a twenties Bentley or something. And they're like, yeah, it did a uh, oh, in a straight line. It did one hundred and twenty six miles an hour in like nineteen oh nine. And you're like, it's sketchy. And some of them don't have brakes. Like I don't know how. He's I don't got know why. But they shit don't that have he brakes. knows that he has is the thing. Like he has. A full, he has like multiple warehouses. He has a full like on-site restoration shop w- with people that he employs to, like, he's Man, living the dream. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so happy that he actually got to the point where now he's doing YouTube videos with that stuff. Because I feel like for so long it was like, oh yeah, and you he's know. got like a full TV show. Well, yeah, and I just I look at it and I'm like, well. After, oh, it's, so it's a 21.7 liter. Yeah, I thought 19, it was a 22 se- liter. Yeah, 1917 Fiat Botafogo Special. And it's crazy. So if you look at that, there's a, a YouTube video on it that he did back in 2012. Um, but I, I, you know, the fact that he's doing feature videos now is super cool because a lot of the times, you know, you'd see uh, speed channel or velocity going, Hey, you have 45 minutes, you know, really with commercials and stuff, 32 minutes to cover six different cars to keep people interested. And now he's like, no, I'm going to do a 20 minute feature on this exact vehicle right here. So no, and he does a really good job too with, he, he knows about all of the, like he, he has all of these cars, but he knows about every car. Which I think is amazing that, like, somebody with that many cars is like, oh, yeah, well, we did this to this car in this year, but now, like, I don't know how to really put this out there. Like, he has, he remembers the maintenance schedules, and, like, like, he has a staff of people to do all of that, but, But like, he's still very very hands-on and involved with it, which is really cool to me. It's not just, like, I buy the car and give it to... Right. My, my staff to keep it running. Right. Right. It's Which like I, I feel like he's the kind of guy that's going to work on it himself if he can. Yeah. And I think especially in, um, and I don't know if this is exactly the case because I do know he drives them, but um, Jerry Seinfeld, I feel, is very much so like that. was the next person I was going to bring up because yeah. he has a very extensive Porsche collection. Patrick Dempsey also does, but mm-hmm. I don't know as much about Patrick Dempsey. Um, Seinfeld was in a lawsuit or is currently in a lawsuit. Somebody, he just sold a bunch of cars, sold a bunch of vintage Porsches off so he could acquire more, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he could have acquired what he wanted without selling them off, but he was probably running out of storage space. I feel like he's got a very curated collection too. It's not just a lay, like... It's like six cars, but like precisely picked. I think it's like... 35 or 40 but it's like he's not like i feel like jay leno is a ooh, here's something rare i'm gonna buy this here's something rare i'm gonna buy this and then he's got 300 400 cars and i mean they try to run everyone at least once a month i think for you know 10 minutes or something but i think jerry seinfeld is hey here are the best 30 vehicles 40 vehicles that i can find that i love um but no that lawsuit's very very interesting um, I was listening to Matt Farah talk about that, and I yeah, can't that's... quite remember the specifics around it. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up here on my phone. He's okay. His car collection garage is worth 1.4 million. So that's just that's just the garage. It's in Manhattan. Not the warehouse. That's oh, I see it like a golf livery yeah, 911 yeah. with like the safari car, like the lights and stuff on it. He just okay in 2000. 
16, he sold 22 million worth of cars. Um, okay, let me find the lawsuit. Somebody keep no, this going. No, I, I got I, you. I got you. But, I, like, I mean, I, I think especially in his case, I mean, some of the crazy cars that he's able to, uh, able to acquire and the opportunities that he's given, because I, I think... Once again, I'll, I'll reference Matt Ferry just because I, I love watching his stuff. Also, congratulations on getting married if you ever hear this because that's pretty dope. Yeah, he went to that. Manhattan and you'd like see all these photos of he had a custom Rolex that his parents bought him. Mm. He had another thing he was just selling. His dad's the chairman of Tiffany & Co. <laughs> oh, is that where he went to? Because he was yes. Ralph Lauren for a long yes, time. Yes, but his dad is now the chairman of Tiffany & Company. That is dope. Yeah, but he got married on 4-2019, so his 50th anniversary will be 4-2069. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The man was thinking ahead. So, a lawsuit. I'm just, I'm not going to read it, like, word for word. He sold, he had a 1958 Porsche 356 1500 GS GT Carrera Speedster. Porsche built over a thousand of the 356. Is it 356 or 356? I always say 356. It's a 356 Speedster. The 1500 GS GT Carrera version is a very rare trim. Um, They're saying the car could be... There were about 56 produced. There's not... Yeah, like... Of those over a thousand, fifty-six of them were the fifteen hundred GSGT. Yeah, and if you if you happen to look it up, it or ahead of that, um, it looks like a regular three fifty-six convertible with a special roll bar, and it's a really pretty vehicle in like a, a green color, like a almost not so a just, screen, but so just skimming over this, Jerry Seinfeld bought the car in two thousand thirteen for one point two million, and. He bought it from European collectibles following a full restoration that was done by the dealership's owner. In 2016, Jerry sold the car to an automotive entity of some sort from Brazil. It sold at the Amelia Island auction. Um... They bought it from Jerry for 1.54. Well, I guess they had expert Porsche people look over the car, and they're like, yeah, this is a replica. And Jerry's like, there's no fucking way this is a replica. Like, how did this get past my people? Like, there's no way. Like, somebody that's that into Porsches that he has, I don't know how how many million, but in 2016, he sold $22 million worth of Porsches. I mean... He'll be able to talk it through our face. Yeah. Somebody somewhere in his network Not of people... Not at a Brazilian auction. Right. Well, it was an American auction. It was bought by a Brazilian-based company. Um, so I guess they tried to... They're trying to sue him for the money, and I guess he got in touch and refunded that. He's a very successful comedian, so like... There's no benefit to him building a kit car and trying to pass it off as a real car. Like, it's It's definitely not something that he intentionally did. 
but mm-hmm. I nor I'm, would he nor would he risk his reputation right. on a vehicle like that. Unfortunately, I and I'm not. I have not. I read the full article a couple weeks ago, prepping for when we were going to do this show, and I'm not going to sit here and read through the whole thing while we're live. But unfortunately, I feel like somebody tried to take advantage of him. Oh, for sure. Like, definitely was like, this could work, this couldn't work. Obviously, they made it very close, because I'm sure somebody else looked over the car, not just Jerry Seinfeld, but, I mean, it is a good-looking car. It sucks that it's not what they say that it is, but, um, Mm -hmm. no, it's kind of interesting to me, but, no, the man's got a hell of a collection. Um, I mean, I'm sure he's got a singer somewhere. Into, I was just reading through. I know he's got a CG, a Carrera GT, um, which is dope. I know he's got a, a 9592, which I think is awesome, just because that car is... 959s are wild. I mean, you think about, like, the 918 versus the LaFerrari today. I mean, that was the F40 and 959 back then. You have the Porsche with all-wheel drive, a whole bunch of technology, and, you know, cutting-edge German design, and then you have... The F40 coming in with, oh, yeah, we uh, we had this motor, and we kind of tossed it in this chassis. Um, it rattles a little bit, but, man, she's fast, which I think is essentially what the LaFerrari was today. But, I mean, not so much, obviously. Who, not, I, I see ourselves. you have something pulled up on Instagram. What are, who Me. are you going to talk about? Yes. So, partially because his collection is cool, partially because he as an individual is cool. I knew this was coming. Oh, uh, that's Chris Harris. Oh, Chris Harris yeah. is just uh, the ultimate badass. And there is one photo that he posted three days ago, In- which is uh, which makes that what April twenty fourth, and it is of his RS V four. Oh, I never get this right. RF, whatever the faster, more. Uh, oh, V four R RS V four R. Um, which is Aprilia's 200 plus horsepower track focus, like one step away from being a MotoGP bike motorcycle (coughs) parked in front of his, and I don't remember the year, but say 1960s Citroen 2CV. If you have not seen his YouTube video, terrible, but for all the right reasons. If you haven't seen his YouTube video, he goes through what a 2CV is. So essentially, when France was in the midst of a depression, Citroën decided to sell a 2CV to the masses. After they sold weapons, they sold manufacturing for, like... For the military, they sold beauty products and, like, six other things. And they were like, and well... And, like, bicycles. And, like, you know, let's make cars. Yeah. They were like, we might as well. Yeah. So their main goal for that was uh, essentially... I mean, they had a couple of weird, weird things. They needed to have to, like, carry four people down the road. Um, and they needed to be able to go across a field with a basket of eggs in the passenger seat and not break any eggs. So let me set the scene for you what this is. It is a nine, yes, nine horsepower parallel twin. So it's like your Cobalt? Who? No. 
No, it's my Cobalt's at least got three horsepower. Think of a go kart with a roof and four doors made in the sixties. It's not. I mean, it's even worse than a go kart. I mean, like I'm pretty sure the tires are about four inches wide on each. Think of a French made vehicle in the sixties. Yeah. Think of think of uh, like you know those baby carriages that bounce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Think of that except with like covering around it. Like he's going up minor hills and he has to downshift into like he's in third gear, which is air quotes top gear for the top speed of fifty five miles an hour. And then dips into second and then dips into first and crawls up this hill. But I just love the fact that he's able to have the 2CV, which he says is just a riot because it makes you think of like three corners ahead as to what gear I need to be in, what I need to be doing, paired next to his RSV4R. Track bike. The fastest motorcycle essentially known to man right now. I mean, not to mention he's got a rally Porsche. He's got an E63 AMG S. Wagon. Wagon. So, I mean, the man knows his stuff. And he just ripped around. Uh, I and he's what a course cool guy to watch. Like, watching all his videos is awesome. Too. Yeah. And you see him do vintage races. I just watched a video of him doing a classic mini really races. a genuine guy. Well, and I think that that's, you know, a lot of these car guys that we're mentioning right now, I think, are genuine guys. Like, yeah. I hate to say it, but I feel like Adam LZ sometimes puts on a front, you know, just because I feel like it makes him money. But I feel like the other guys were mentioning, like, Jay Leno, and you talk yeah. about, you know... Seinfeld. Seinfeld, and you talk about Chris Harris. I mean, yeah. they're just guys that just, they so happen to talk it's to a camera every so often. And there's, there are so many people that are, like... I mean, there's so many people that buy cars as an investment or buy cars just because they have the money, but, like, Patrick Dempsey races with Porsche. And um, I think if you're going to race with Porsche, you're definitely into cars. But um, bringing up Dempsey, I don't know many details on his car collection, but he has a safari car. Safari car number 15, actually, built by Lee Keen. Lee builds these wild... If, If you don't know what a safari car is, it's a... 911, air-cooled 911, that is lifted, has a bunch of, like, spotlights on the front of it. It's basically a Jeep, but a 911 Jeep. Hell yeah, brother. So it's got, like, these big off-road tires, and it's lifted. Um, Like I said, Dempsey's is number 15, and you know why that's cool? Because Matt Farah's is number 14, so his is one better. I love it. (laughs) You know Matt Ferris is 2006. But um No, I think Matt Farah has a hell of a collection right now too cuz he's got this safari car, he's got that Countach. And I don't He's, he's got, got his got the, SL the 500. SL 5 is it 500 or 550? 500. 500. It's yeah, SL 500. It's, which and he the, and uh, I love his explanation for having that car cuz he's like, "Well, he goes, I have two other things that essentially May he goes the Porsche likes to run obviously but it's older, he said but the Countach may or may not decide that it wants to start he said so this SL he put a Clarion sponsored sound system in it he was able to um, you know he was able to kind of partner with them to get some stuff to happen I'm pretty sure it was Clarion it was either that or or Pioneer and so he starts talking about you know putting that system in and he said it's great he said the air conditioning turns on it runs it stops it does everything he needs to do and it's comfortable and i think that you know in his collection 
Well, and then his his girlfriend, um, well, fiance now wife, no, no, wife Hannah, yeah. had um, what'd you have an S sixty S sixty with a Polestar tune? Yes. Um, and that car was in red, and he was he was joking. He said that they made it a whole. They got through the whole lease period without putting plates on it. That's California for you. That's why. Well, now they they can't. They give you a temp plate. Oh yeah, they yeah, changed no, the law so, now. You're still allowed to do. You're, if you buy the vehicle new, you're still allowed to use no plate for the first year. Oh, well. Because that's why my sister has on a Range Rover, and she flies to red lights all the time. I don't live in California. <laughs> because no they rules. take a picture of the license plate, and it's just a factory plate. Yeah. See, and that's, that's wild to me. He goes, yeah, I essentially just drove free. Because they would go through tolls, they would go through all this other stuff, and there was just no... There was no rules... Really? Put your shirt back on. There's one rule. <laughs> no rules. Put your shirt back on. One rule. Um, what about, I know, I understand, I, I feel like Blair and Chance, I'm going to drink because I said Chance and Blair, um, they would be very hyped for me to mention Elvis Skender. I don't know who that is. Um, are you familiar with the little organization Stance Nation? Oh, yeah, that small one. Yeah. yeah. So the guy who owns, or at least started Stan's Nation, oh, okay. Elvis, yeah. um, SN Elvis on Instagram, he has just a dope collection of, it's just cool vehicles. So he had, for the longest time, potentially the cleanest LS400 dumped to the ground, almost fender to lip static. Um, car, and it was just insane. Everywhere I saw, you know, everywhere I would see it on, um, online, it just looked godly. Um, and now that I'm looking back through, I don't remember. I was pretty sure it was static. Maybe it was bagged. No, I'm pretty sure it was bagged. <coughs> but like super clean Excuse painted me. bumpers. He went through like three different sets of uh, of wheels to go with it. Um, and then he picked up, uh, an FRS and he did an exclusive Stance Nation, uh, kit for that. Picked up an S13 Sylvia that he did in the super OG style, two-tone light blue on top, gray on the bottom. Um, and I don't know what wheels those are. And I really feel like an ass for not knowing. I feel like they're Blair maybe Wantanabe. Blair would be all over that. Yeah, I think it's Wantanabe's. They're not long champs. I know that. Um, but it's just it's just cool. It's that old Japanese style. He's got uh, no, they're not Wantanabe's. I don't know. Somebody who can look at that. Maybe you guys can comment in there and, and say something. Um, but now he's got a new LS four thirty or is it a GS? Um, he had the newest body style GS, which was like Sean. Um, Sean had that body style for a good while. Um, and then he's got his current ride, which is the LS430 that he did. But just cool, big body stuff. Um, just really badass Japanese, rare parts on a lot of the stuff that he was able to put, um, that he was able to put together. I'm trying to think there's another guy as well that I cannot remember his Instagram handle, but he's the guy with the bagged Equinox. Do you know the guy I'm, guy I'm talking about? I do not. He did a... Is uh, it a silver Equinox? 
It is on bronze wheels. Yeah. That was, so, and the crazy story about that one, and as long as I can maybe find it, and I don't know if you're on your phone, Riley, but if you're able to find it, um, he had a bagged Equinox. He had a built 240 with a wide body, and then he had another 240 that he did in a different style. But the Equinox that he had was actually his mom's. Which was pretty badass. That's pretty sick. So I think his mom either wanted to get rid of it or did she pass? Um, but he ended up bagging it, putting it on huge wheels. Um, just such a such a badass build. Um, Shannon wanted to make sure that we mentioned Lady Gaga's car collection. Oh yeah. Um, I'm. I'm not sure if that was the chair cushion, if you heard that. I did not just rip ass. Um, I'm just going through this article, scrolling through pictures. She has Elvis's pink Coupe de Ville. It looks like. Yeah, she, he's got that. She's got, and she didn't She has get- a Phantom. Yep. That's massive, mm-hmm. as Phantoms tend to be. Um... Lamborghini Huracan, Boxster. It says Porsche Boxster because who cares about the cost? I mean, that's one of the cheapest cars that they sell. So that's whoever wrote this article needs punched in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know a good collection. She has a mint blue Chevy Nova SS. That's my That's the same fucking color as the one that Bill sold out from under me. Oh man, you're I'm back in the I'm fucking triggered. <laughs> you're back I'm in... triggered, boys. That's wild. It says mint blue. Again, whoever wrote this article for hotcars.com needs punched in the dick. Oh wait, are you in the same? It says mint blue, and then it says electric blue. That's not the color code for either blue. I have no idea what blue I, that is. I don't know either, but it's That's the same not... color that mine was. Um... Yellow Tarantino Chevy Silverado from, I guess it's from Kill Bill. Okay. I don't know. Never saw it. Um, she's got a Bronco that's also baby blue. Old Lincoln Continental. She's got a matte, is that matte black El Camino? Do you know what the wild thing about her that's is too? Dope. She gets pulled over all the time. All the time. She's only had her license... She hangs out in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. Really? For what? Oh, she was dating some kid from, like, my area. Like, they'd fucking catch her at the pizza shop and shit, like, 15 minutes from my parents' house all the time. Like, she'd walk in, and then they'd shut the shop down behind her when she'd walk in. That's wild. One of my dad's friends from high school was at the pizza shop, and, like, she walked in, and then security walked in and stood by the door. And, like, they're like, nope, nobody in, nobody out. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, he's on Facebook. He's like, what the fuck? I'm just trying to go home, and they won't let me leave. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, she gets pulled over all the time, and she hasn't had her license for that long. And I She think can't the- fucking drive, because this picture, she's in an Audi R8, and she's not angling to go into this curb, and she's literally, like, front of the car is on the curb. Yikes. Yeah. And that's a V10 car, too, so. Yeah. Um, but she's got all that stuff, and she bought a Huracan from Texas, and she was like, yeah, I, um, I'm going to drive it now. And you know who else is a big Porsche person that you might not think of? 
Ellen DeGeneres. I didn't know that. I love Ellen, but I did not know that. Yeah, Ellen DeGeneres is big into Porsches. Um, she daily drives a Turbo S. Ooh. Yeah. So that and it's, just, it's that is a good choice. It's funny because I think we've mentioned him before, but Charlie, who is a, a friend, uh, Charlie, uh, a guy that's fucking wild. And so we've talked. We about should him a get times. him one when he's in town. Well, we'll do that for Grand Prix. Oh my god, he would have some stories. Yeah, but we gotta like. All right, we're good. I, I hit the space bar and it paused recording. Yeah, we'd have to dial him back, like, no name dropping. Like, come yeah. on, say whatever the fuck you want, but, like, make up names for people. Because, like, I don't want somebody's attorney calling me, like, hey, uh, we you heard can't you talked about that. this. Yeah. Or we heard you told the story about my client doing this. That we was not we true. heard you was talking shit. <laughs> uh, you're a kangaroo. You're a kangaroo. Hey, um, um, but no, I think with. Especially I should text him right now. Shoot him a text. Um, but so he will post on Instagram all the time because I think he drives from where Ellen has her show. And he will just be like, there goes Ellen. And every like every so often, she will fly past him in the one lane in her turbo ass at like 70 in a 45, just hustling. But um, no, I was just kind of – I was looking through a list. And so she has a new 718 Boxer. He's, she's got a Cayenne Turbo S. She's got her Turbo S. She's got a 993. She's got a 996 Turbo. I mean, and I, I'm trying to see, you know, I, I think a lot of the time we have guys come to mind in terms of good car collections. Here you want um, another female? Yeah. Lexi Ross. Oh yeah. man, you're in love with her. No, only from watching that. So I love if you, yeah, I love bass. Did a thing from a show in like actual, not Soho, but like actual Worthersea, um, over in Germany, and there was this lady who is an porn adult star. film star. You could say porn star. I'm going to say adult film star because it makes me feel better. She's a porn star with dyed red hair. And she's got... Only red cars. It's a G-Wagon 4x4 squared, which she'll drive with a trailer on the back with her Huracan wide body. And she has a C63 too. Yeah. And her Huracan wide, uh, wide body is bagged. And on whatever wheels it is, it has carbon fiber faces, which as hard as ever living hell. Like, that's so dope. Like, I could not imagine. She's making all this money from porn, and I've never heard of this bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's not even, like, a big, like, oh, Mia Khalifa. Like, yeah. No, yeah, like, it's, 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 that's a household name. She, like, spends, <laughs> she spends Lexi Ross, which is just a chick from Germany with dyed red hair. But has a badass car collection. Yeah. I think that's so dope. I, I just wanted to go back and speak to the, um, back to the Lady Gaga point. She also has a first F-150, gen. a first gen F-150 SVT Lightning. That's bright red. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty dope. She loves her, a, a lot she's, of her stuff is just older weird, vehicles. Weird older shit. Yeah. Oh, she has... Mario Andretti's race car. Does she really? Oh, you know where we can it's take that? two-seat race car. You know where we can take that, too? Speaking of race cars. Who's, who's Riley, the most... Who's my guy? Who's my guy oh. that I like in the F1 series? 
That doesn't help me. Who is the gentleman that wins all of the time? Lewis. Yep. That's my boy. He has... So he's a big bike rider, too. He has a bunch of Ducatis. Well, and not only does he have Ducatis, but he's also got um, his own special edition of a motorcycle made by a company called MV Agusta. Mm-hmm. They're an Italian-based superbike company. And Chance and I were actually looking at his dragster version, um, which it, it's not exactly as it sounds. It's more of a naked bike. Um, Is that the one you guys were showing me? Yeah. Well, that's the F4. So there is a special MV Agusta F4 Lewis Ham or LH44 edition, right? Isn't his yep. number? Yep, LH44. Um, and so there's an F4 LH44, and it is disgustingly expensive. It is a 212 horsepower motorcycle that starts at 64,000. British pounds. But look at the side profile of that. That looks so good. It's just so aggressive. It's got a single exhaust Italian that comes up so back good. through the middle. Out of design. Um, it does 300 kilometers an hour, and it weighs 175 kilograms. Now, I can't do conversions that fast, but I know it's... 75 kilograms is... 175 times 2.2 pounds, so you're looking at, like, just over 350 pounds. With 200 horsepower. Yes. So start doing some math of cars that you can think of with 200 horsepower. A BRZ. Or, my mind, goes to Cobalt. Because yeah, that's and I think of just the engine. Yeah, and then you're just kind of attached to it. Um, but Lewis Hamilton had that. Yeah, Lewis Hamilton... purple Pagani. Had. He totaled that, didn't he? No, I think he saw it. I'm pretty sure he wrecked it. He has a 67 GT500 Mustang. Really? Yeah. I see. I wouldn't see his him as being somebody... I think he has a... I think he has a lot for it, too. All right. Well, while we are on race car drivers, I have two that come to mind. Tony Canaan, IndyCar driver. Is that how... Canaan, Canaan? Yeah. Either one works. Um... <laughs> I don't know if he still has it because it was for sale like five years ago when I had my E46, but he had an E46 M3 that was Alpine white, supercharged, made 700 horsepower, and it was for sale for like 60 grand on eBay Motors. And this was the at the time that I was like, damn, like I was out of school. I was starting to make money. I was like, I could buy this. And I was also looking at houses. And my mom and my girlfriend were like, if you buy a car like that while you're still living at home, you can live in the car (laughs) because you're not going to live here anymore. So, I mean, I was never like considering buying Tony Command's E46 M3. I was looking at it, but that conversation did come up multiple times about the, um, uh, buying dumb shit that I shouldn't have bought before. Um, and I want to correct what I said before about Lewis Hamilton wrecking that Zonda. So he did it. Riley, you were right. He did not wreck that Zonda. What did happen is there was a purple Pagani Zonda, same wing, same color, same purple wheels, and it had purple accents that was wrecked in Japan 
by uh, I'm gonna go for it Yusaku Mazawa, um, who is the founder of the Japanese clothing company Zozo Town, that looks eerily similar. That was wrecked, and then when I saw that picture, that's what I thought happened. That's funny to I mean, me because purple, yeah, how many purple Paganis are out there? Well, and it even says it's like the Zozo, and this is from Carbuzz.com, so I don't get sued. Uh, the Zozo was one, uh, which is what they called that since it was Zozo Town. It was the bespoke Zonda Zozo, which seems like a very Japanese thing to do. Um, the Zozo was one of the most distinctive models in this range, too, with its striking purple carbon fiber exterior, similar to Lewis Hamilton's Pagani. I'm going to reflip my thing again. Pagani Zonda has 760LH which was also involved in an accident, ironically. Oh. But how bad was it? Probably not that bad. Uh, with drivers, too, how you were heading IndyCar, um, Reed's driver, Max Chilton, he has a... We probably... It's probably not picking you up at all. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of loud. Well, like, it's literally, like, not showing hardly anything on the... <laughs> well, we want you to be involved here, Riley. So, well, you I said what, Max Chilton, right? Yeah, His car? Um, Max Chilton, which is Reed's driver. I th- he has a... He has a blue FF, and then he has... I couldn't even tell you what Porsche it is. But he just bought an old Land Rover Defender that they uh, just swapped a LS3 in. Oh, is that the one from Land Rover? That stuff's. Did you ever? Did you ever see? Oh, maybe no, no, no. That's not the one from Land Rover. He but, so he bought an old Defender. Yeah. And then he, basically, is paying a company to make it badass. Well, so they sent the car, and the six two to the shop in Florida. Land Rover is starting to do, redo all of those and restore them like Jaguar was doing with their stuff, but they are putting the supercharged F type. Oh, the V eight. The 5.5, whatever that is. Yeah, the supercharged 5.5, and it is the shit. It is dope. Um, there's also a guy, if we can if we can keep on the Zonda trail, there is a guy in Japan, and I cannot... I'll see if I can find his, uh, his Instagram handle. Um, but he... They own a shop where they modify a whole bunch of weird exotic vehicles. One of those, and I think I've shown both of you guys, is the lowered yellow F50 with blue accents. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I can find it. I follow him, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it starts with an A, I think. Um, oh, no, I follow that slammed, what is it, is it three, F355? Oh, three, yeah, the 355. But no, this guy took a yellow F50 and like lowered it, did a full body kit on it. Um, and he also has a lowered Pagani Zonda, um, that he modified to the point where actually, uh, Horatio Pagani told him to put it back, which I think is insane. Because he was like, oh, yeah, no, I definitely want it, you know, uh, he goes, I want it to do, I want it this way, I want different louvers. I think he did, uh, I think he did some sort of wild wheel setup and a wild wing, um, and then he did all of this extra stuff to this, and yeah, Horatio was just like, we don't, 
like the way that that looks. I don't think that that represents my brand. Put it back. And the guy refuses to. Well, I mean, that's... Um, who was it? Was it... Oh, here it is. Dead Mouse that did the Ferrari. Yeah, the uh, 458. The, the 458 Ferrari. It had, like, cats and shit. It was, like, a fucking nah. meme. That's and funny. Ferrari was like, no, like absolutely not. Well, they Ferrari said it was would cease be the and company. Assist. Yeah, Ferrari yeah, would but, be the company to be like. But then Lamborghini was like, fuck it, like we'll do whatever you want. That's. What... See, I don't know how I feel yeah. about that. I, I don't know. That's that's fuck you money on another level because yeah. like you bought a multi-million dollar car and then it's like fuck it, let's modify it like beyond repair. Like it's to the degree modify. where it's like a Mansory kit in a Pagani. Do you see the Mansory um, Panamera kit that they just... No. Oh, man. <laughs> Parker sent it to me. He's like, here, Spencer should do this. I was like, absolutely not. It doesn't look, like, terrible, but it's it's not Spencer's Oh, wait, all. is that the tan one that they did? Yeah. I think I remember I'm that. I'm not going to be able to find it. He sends me so much shit. In his defense, we send each other a bunch of shit. Um, I don't know if I can find... We're, we are at an hour at this point. I just wanted to put that out there for you guys. I mean, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm trying to think... I'm enjoying it too, but I don't want to make it too long for those listening. Yeah. I'm trying to think, well, let's, let's all go. Does anybody else have one more person that they really feel... Well, I'm thinking, take? like, locally. What's the... um. Uh, the guy that owns Premier Detailing. Because even celebrity he... Celebrity car Alan? collection. Oh, uh, celebrity. Well, I was going to say, because he has a sweet car collection, too. Who? The, who's the guy that we met whenever we went down on Sunday? Osh. I, 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 yeah, I don't know SVT Osh. Yeah. He's the one. So, just a local shout-out. I know it's I not celebrity, it. but it's like, he, he has a sweet car collection. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I know he listens, so he'll love this. But um, uh, that, no, I didn't Osh, know that he listens. Oh, he he's like... He yeah. laughs all the time. Oh, I'm sure because we. Uh, I hope we say dumb shit all Osh, the time. I hope you enjoy my fucking kangaroo rant because <laughs> somebody needs to enjoy that. Um, but he's got a cool collection of. He was kind enough to let me take his uh, one of his Mach <laughs> One Cobras that he has down to Ponies in the Smokies two years ago, and so the man has a sick obsession with American competition Jeans. orange. Um, and American V8s. So he's got a competition orange SVT Cobra, Terminator Cobra, with, uh, it's on CCWs. He's got two orange Mach 1s. He has an, and I can't remember what color, it's supposed to be red, but it looks orangish, reddish, um, SVO Fox Body Mustang, which was essentially the precursor to the EcoBoost Mustang. It was a 2.3 liter uh, turbocharged um, turbocharged Fox body. And that car is dope just because it was supposed to be super, you know, super balanced. The GT was had the big heavy V8 out front. So he's got two SVOs. He's got another Fox body sitting in the back. Um, he's got a Ford Lightning. He's got an SVT Contour. He had a Crown Vic for a little while, so the man's definitely. Um, 
What's the black one that's up there now? Oh, and then he's got <laughs> the the literal black sheep, and he's got a uh, an F body Trans Am um, <laughs> that if you're looking to purchase, you probably should contact him and purchase because I do know that he's selling that. Um, what he had, he had a different orange mock one, and then crashed it. Uh, no, and then replaced it. No, no, no he no. wants he wants to crash the. No, 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 no. <laughs> you <laughs> can't got... say that one here. That's insurance fraud. <laughs> Never heard of it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> that no, was no. Well, so he's got. So here was the story. He had a, and I think I don't remember how many miles it is. And Osh, I'm so sorry. I should have had this memorized. I guess. Um, but he had one SVT or uh, Mach One Mustang in competition orange that had. X amount like, like miles 60, on it. Miles. Yeah, like say 55, 60,000 miles on it, right? And so he is scrolling through Craigslist as we normally do, and he comes across a 21,000 <clears throat> original mile uh, Mach 1 Mustang, and also a Terminator era, like six minutes away from his house. And he goes, shit. So he went to go look at it and he found this car and he bought that and he's been air quotes intending to get rid of the other one <laughs> for about a year now. So he's had these two tucked away next to the other one. So he's got three orange Mustangs in like one little area, which out of boy, I feel for you. Um, That's how I aspire to be, but with like BRZs or like. BMW products. BMW products, but I don't want to end up like Scotra where I have <laughs> literally. Okay, Scotra is. Scotra is. No, Josh has two E30s and an E92. That's not bad. Scotra goes from one extreme to the next where he's like, fuck it. I have five E38 7 series currently. And then he's like, fuck it. I'm selling all of those. And I think he has one or two. And then, like, last I knew, he had five E39 540Is. Five of them. Because one's not enough. Or two. Because he's fucking Scotro. Scotro is the man. Like, if we had him on here, he's very quiet. Until so, like... <laughs> then he wears the sailor's then hat. He, no, and then he, he lost the sailor's hat. <laughs> he thinks it got stolen when he was in Mexico. No, that's so unfortunate. Dude, he... <laughs> did you ever hear him tell the story? I'm, I'm going to tell the story for him because he won't tell it if we have him on here. He had this sailor's hat, like a captain's hat that he would wear every time they'd drink, right? So he, he takes this hat to Mexico with them last year sometime. And he's getting shit-faced, as one does in Mexico, every day, right? Well, like, down there, all of their security at, like, whatever resort or whatever they were at wears all white. And then, like, the head of security wears all white and then wears a captain's hat. But Scotra's captain's hat has, like, gold insignia and shit on the front of it. So his is, like, fancier than the captain's hat. So he's basically walking around like he runs this the fucking resort. Oh my god. So he's shit faced, just like going around doing everything. Well the pool closes at like a certain time and his drunk ass is floating around the pool and like they're making all sorts of noise and doing dumb shit. And the security comes in, they're like, Hey, this place is closed. And then they see his hat and they're like, 
captain and they salute him and they just turn around and walk out oh and like everything he did he said they'd just look at him captain yeah. and then just like he actually salute like and like walk away oh my god <laughs> he was telling me that story when we went out when uh celeste was home back uh, okay. a couple months ago <laughs> he also pulled me very close he said listen i made a decision and i'm like okay well i don't know i don't really like where this is going because he was just speaking like one sentence at a time he's like i made a decision it led to a series of other somewhat poor decisions which led to me buying a 23 foot boat (laughs) you and i need to make a video with my 23 foot boat and i was like scott what could we possibly do with a boat he goes we're gonna make a boats and hose video (laughs) perfect Bye, buddy. And he tapped me on the shoulder and walked out. <laughs> so, boats and hose coming summer 2019, I hope. Um, yeah, are we ready to wrap this? Yeah, I can't really think of anybody else. Riley? Um, I'm, I'm sure you can make a post of. about it. You know, give it a, a day or two, and then you can see if anybody else has any collections. Because I would just be interested to follow up on that and yeah, just have I mean, people tag cool folks um, that they think in a post. I'm really trying to figure out how to integrate this to like a live Instagram. Well, I I can do live on YouTube. I don't know how well it'll do. We'll have to try it sometime. But I want to also like I'm trying to integrate it better to like Instagram. Like not post it, but like have a direct link. Have over. like a like be able to post like, like snippets shot. of it uh, on. Kind of like Barstool does with some of their shit, but like just Barstool also it, yeah. has a bunch like of interns to handle that shit for them. Yeah, we can figure it out. We'll make I'm gonna just hire Nolan and be like, "Yo, I don't care if you take your clothes off or whatever, but like you're my I fucking intern now." <laughs> Nolan's a wild one. I love him. I love He's Nolan. Else. I was there was that car show the uh, the cars for a cure car, or whatever. No, the cars are us. No, no cars for a uh, cure. Oh, okay. It was, um, and oh, yeah, because you work down there. Yeah, it's literally across the street. So we have the new GTR in the showroom. So we drove that up. And the one was just like, hey, bud. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, bud. <laughs> I'm kidding, Nolan, if you're listening. I love you. <laughs> I love <Nolan. laughs> hey, well, uh, he got it. He got his uh, oil pan fixed. God bless. Yeah, he was at Waterfront. Stan's homie, out here making decisions. Well, he was on the last podcast, and he broke his oil pan on the way to your house to record the podcast, and then it leaked all over the street. I just loved when he, like, showed up here, and then, like, he came back to look later, and he was like, oh, yeah, there was a whole bunch of oil out here. (laughs) He was like, we only beat the ever-living hell out of it on the way up to to Mexico. When you're 19 and you don't give a shit, that's what happens. Bro, Stan's his life. We love it. Keep stay low, stay stancy, get camber arms so you can tilt those <coughs> those bitches and tuck them. But good. No, I like this. I, I like being I, able I, to kind of I, reference yeah, I mean, recent this, collections. And, and I mean, I don't want to talk shit on everybody that's normally one here that listens as well because I know they'll hear this. I kind of really fuck with the like low the key group. like two or three people at a time because it's like a lot more manageable, a lot less. Yeah. Like side com- the side conversations need to fucking stop because <laughs> oh, like, you, well, you the, sound like a dad at that one. Uh, it drives me nuts because when <laughs> I go through thermostat. and listen, well, I do touch RJ's thermostat. 
Because I try to turn Blair it to 69 every time I'm here. Yeah, but Blair turns it to fucking Celsius because he's a... <laughs> that shit don't make no yeah. sense. But this, no, this is America. But no, I'm glad that we, we got this. I think if we kind of, mm. you know, maybe do a rotating thing, I think. But I, I think well, if people let us know no, what you I guys th- like... I think what the issue is, is we need to sit down with Josh or Sean or somebody that knows audio, mm-hmm. which I do not. We need to have, like, a mic set up but with headphones because that's exactly why a lot of like the bigger shows everybody wears headphones because when you can hear yourself and hear everybody You're else screaming you well you won't talk over other people that's Joe Rogan explained that on the Alex Jones podcast he's like well, wear the <laughs> headphones so you don't talk over me and I don't talk I over love, you I love that podcast that that, <laughs> that four and a half hour video. That was the definition of a shit show. <laughs> Alex Jones is fucking nuts. But, it's so entertaining. But all right, we're gonna wrap it there for this week. Um, DrivenToCure.org. If you would like to donate to that great cause, get a sticker. Um, yeah. Also, HorsepowerAndPizza.com. I'm not trying to plug my own shit on this one, but the orange stickers will be up for sale. All of the proceeds, every single penny, is going directly to Driven to Cure. And, um, yeah, don't talk shit to kangaroos. Drive fast, eat pizza, respect women, and uh, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Can we do the... Can we... Can we do his outro? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it. Roger. Roger. We're both Rogers. <laughs> yeah. There yeah. you go. So have a good night, y'all. Or have a good whatever time of the day it happens to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Later.